everyone. Welcome to another episode of your favorite podcast and mine as well, Play Along at Home. In this episode today, we are talking directly to my friends over in the sixth grade band. Hope you're doing well. If you're not in sixth grade band, that's okay. If you really want to continue to listen, go for it. But I'm going to tell you, most of this stuff is for my sixth graders. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Here are the things we're going to talk about today in sixth grade band for the Play Along at Home episode for this week. We're going to talk about what you should be playing at home and how you should be warming up and what you should do each day before you start working on some of your music. Also, some great things to find in the book that you should practice as well. We're also going to go over tips for three of our songs today. We're going to talk about incantation and ritual, the talons of fire, and we're going to count some rhythms together in our African marching song. To end everything all together, we'll be finishing up with an episode of everyone's favorite subcategory slash subsegment, Charmander's Corner. So, one of the first things that you should do every day when you practice is start by warming up. And warming up properly is really important. Um, what you want to do is be doing some long tones and working on some of those scales, arpeggios, and thirds on the page 43 of your book. What you can do, you can change the rhythms that you're playing um, to make them into longer sounds so that you can practice developing and strengthening your embouchure. It's really important to keep all those muscles strong while we're not playing all together, and that's going to be your job to do so. So what you can do is if you look at number one on page 43, the concert B-flat major scale, I would hold each one of those notes for eight counts before you move on to the next one and really focus on playing with great sound and really great focus in your tone. This is also going to really help develop your range if you are struggling to get up to the top of those scales. So make sure that you play long tones every day. Also, play the exercise as written. The arpeggios and the thirds are really important to help develop technique and really important to help develop your ability to play concert music. You do not need to play all of the scales every single day. I would take one and out of your 20 minutes, maybe that you're practicing, take five minutes and work on one of the scales. So far this year, we have learned our concert B flat, our concert E flat, which is number two, and we just started number three, which is our concert F major scale. If you are feeling really good about all of those and you want to continue to number four on page 43, to the concert A flat major scale and arpeggio in thirds, I incredibly encourage you to do so. You may find that if you're practicing a lot at home right now that you're going to run out of stuff to play and that is a wonderful problem to have and that's some great spots to start. Also, if you're looking for some extra challenge from things in your book, each book has a specific solo for every single instrument. Um, those are located on page 36 of your book. So on page 36, there's a different solo for every instrument um, that actually has piano accompaniment. Right now, you just want to work on the line that says your instrument. So if you play the flute, work on the line for flute. That should be the top line of three staves. But those solos are really great to work on, and they can be something extra challenging for you to do. And to be perfectly honest, if you learn your solo really well in that book, and when we all get back together, you can play it for the class, and we might even be able to have you practice it and play it at the concert, which is always incredibly exciting. As always, if you need any help with any of those warm-ups or you want to schedule a private lesson with Mr. Zanella, check your Google Classroom to see 
when you can sign up for a time and I would love to help you because let me tell you I'm going a little stir crazy and I would love to talk to somebody at all that isn't scaly and has reptile stuff moving on to our first concert piece we're going to talk about today incantation and ritual we have been playing this piece in class a lot and it's actually going really really well but there is a section of this piece that everybody needs to make sure that they review their parts and feel comfortable with and that is measure 34 going all the way forward until measure 54. That middle section of this piece is an area of growth for everybody inside of sixth grade band. One thing that has been challenging for all of us is to make sure that we're playing all the way through our long notes. Make sure you're sustaining them for all the counts that are there. If you have a half note, that's two counts. A dotted half note, which is a half note with a little dot on it, is three counts. Whole notes are four counts. Make sure that you're playing them for all the counts that are there. Sometimes it's helpful for me to write the rhythm counting right above or below the staff to remind myself to make sure that we're playing that in that way. You also want to make sure that you get your dynamics that are printed in there. At measure 42, everyone is piano. And when we, after that section, when we all come back in, it's mezzo piano. And we are crescendoing into measure 54. Make sure that you're going to play with that best sound all the time. And like I said before, really practice counting through some of those long notes. My flute and clarinet friends, you have some slurs that you need to make sure that you watch out for. Make sure that you're doing your tongue on the first note and letting your air carry and change those notes without tonguing again. As we're going forward, make sure towards the end of the piece that if you have melodic content, that means parts that move a lot, um, that you're playing those with big, full sound that everyone is going to be able to hear you. Always make sure you're playing with your best tone, though. Remember, it's very important to practice only with your best sound. Only practice playing with your best sound. Um, but overall, Incantation and Ritual, we left it off in a really great place. And if you continue to practice, it will stay in a really great place by the time we're all back together again. Now, let's move on and talk about Talons of Fire. Now, what I would love for you to practice here with Talons of Fire this week especially is the introduction and making sure that your tempo is nice and controlled. It says Maestoso. Maestoso, which means majestically, it means powerfully, but it does not mean fast. Our quarter notes are only equaling 88 at the beginning. Make sure that you're sustaining all the way through, and we should be going two measures before we need to breathe at the very least, hopefully four. Remember, when you practice, that we are going to do a ritardando in measure eight. It's going to help us slow down before we immediately increase our tempo at measure nine. But I would love for you to review that opening section and make sure that you can play that with the best possible sound and with great, great sustain as you go. Now, let's talk about measures 29 for my woodwind friends. We've got these eighth notes and these slurs. Make sure that you're counting carefully. If I'm a flute player, I've got one and two and three, four and one and two, three, four. One and two and three, four and one and two, three, four. And sustain through those long notes. Clarinets, remember at measure 29, we are going to be playing the bottom set of notes for that particular section. So make sure that you're playing through there. If you can play on your own without any errors from 
measure one all the way to measure 45 this week, then you are on track for what you need to be doing. Remember to take a look at your dynamics. Sometimes some of my students find it really helpful to highlight them so that they can see that those are there. Um, at measure 29, it says Q in the bass clarinet for Barry Sachs part. So Garrett, make sure you're playing that there as well. Shout out to Garrett. Anyway, um, make sure that you are all the way up to measure 45 and you will be set, you'll be good to go and you'll be ready to continue working from there. Um, next time we talk about this piece, we'll talk about measure 45 all the way through measure 71. But for now, if you are only looking to practice that small section, please work on that first half. We'll talk all together about some of these other things a little bit later. Um, remember that at 79, it's just like the beginning, except it's going in our quicker tempo. So make sure that you're moving through still to measure ideas and be very careful. You're going to want to slow down into measure 87 because that's what we did at the beginning, but that is not what happens here. That tempo is going to continue to go. If you find yourself looking at measure 87, fortissimo does not mean bad sound. So play with your best sound and be very careful that you're playing fully and you're playing loudly, but you're not playing with bad tone. Make sure that you have little accents on the attacks of your notes with a little bit of space and a strong tongue. And be careful, some of these notes, that the accidentals need to make sure that we're playing them correctly. Alto saxophones, you got C sharp, which is no fingers. French horn has got B natural, which is a trigger two. Trigger two. So be very careful as you play through here to the end. Percussion. Make sure that we're counting our rhythms very accurately. We've got a lot of 16th notes thrown around here, especially in that snare part. So be very careful. Now, moving on, it is time to talk about the big one that I know everybody is going to need to be practicing while we are gone, and that is African Marching Song. African Marching Song is tricky, and if you're having trouble with the rhythms, don't be afraid to ask and, and say that, Mr. Z, I need some extra help. Can we do a Google Hangout? My answer will be absolutely. Let's find a time and let's look and work together. But we are going to be looking at this middle section from measure 24 to 32 today. This is a call and response. We're going back and forth between our woodwind and our brass and low reeds groups. So we have two measures at a time. In the first, it measures 24 to 25. We have the woodwinds. 26 and 27 are brass and low reeds. 28 and 29 are woodwinds again. And then 30 and 31 are brass and low reeds to finish it out. Let's go ahead and count through some of these rhythms together. Looking at measure 24, in the upper woodwind part, that's flutes, clarinets, and saxophone. The fluclinophone. Yeah. Uh, your rhythms are one, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, four, one. Say that with me again. Try it again. One, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, four, one. If I was going to sizzle, it would sound One, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, four, one. After that, in measure 26, we have trumpets, horns, and low brass and low reeds. You've got an answer. Your rhythm is very similar. One, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, four, one. Which is actually the exact same rhythm. Let's all do that again. Count it with me, please. One, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, 
four, one. Sizzle, ready, and go. And that's going to sound like this. One, uh, and three, and four. One, uh, and three, four, one. Looking ahead to measure 28, we're back to the fl uh, flarinetophones. That's a little better. Um, your rhythm is different now. We have not seen this rhythmic pattern yet in this whole piece. 28, really slow and carefully. We have one and two, three, uh, and one, uh, and three, and four, one. One and two, three, uh, and one, uh, and three, and four, one. Or sizzling. One and two, three, uh, and one, uh, and three, and four, one. Let me try that one more time. One and two. Oh, that was bad. I'm sorry. Another repeat for Mr. Z. One and two, three, uh, and one, uh, and three, and four, one. That's how your part goes there. That's at 28. Check out that key signature on concert E-flat. Make sure you catch all those notes. Flutes way up there. That is all your fingers on high E-flat. Both pinkies, every single finger you got should be down. Um, clarinets, if you're not sure about that top fingering, you're playing the top line here. You got F, which is thumb, one, two, three, one, with that register key. Make sure you got it. Um, saxophones, you're probably fine. High C is just like low C, but with your octave key. Moving on to measure 30. This is for my trump, the French trumpet, trombone reeds. Your rhythm is going to be a little different too. Um, it's similar to the first one, but it's a little, that first measure at measure 30 has a couple extra eighth notes. You have one, uh, and three, and four, and one, uh, and three, four, and one. Uh, trumpets have the pickups to 32. We'll leave those out for now. Let's listen to that again. One, uh, and three, and four, and one, uh, and three. And then most of us rest. That sounds like this, sizzled. One, uh, and three, and four, and one, uh, and three. One, uh, and three, and four, and one, uh, and three. You're going to be just fine. When you go through those eighth notes, especially, I might play count three, three and four, and, and just play those in a row. Three and four, and. Maybe you hold each note as you go through. So you'll hold first note, next note, next note, count three, count three and four, and a four, one. Hold through each note. That might help you too. Um, if you are able to practice that section from 24 to 32, that would be a great use of your time here at uh, in African Marching Song. If you're able to practice and you can work through all three of those things, then do yourself a favor and look for something new in your book. Work on that solo um, in, the, in the back of your book. Um, that would be something really fun to work on as well. And if you can play the rest of the songs, then also take a look at some of Nocturnal Dance. Miss Schrader would love for you to practice some of that as well. Now, it's time for everyone's favorite sub-segment of the podcast, Charmander's Corner. 
to know. So, Charmander's Corner. The segment where we talk about music that I play for my bearded dragon to listen to while I'm not home. We play a lot, of, like I said last time, we play a lot of different music for Charmander. He really likes jazz, he likes classical, he likes rock and roll, he likes everything. Or, he likes nothing. We really can't tell because he is a lizard after all. However, one of the things that Charmander seems to always enjoy listening to is called In the Hall of the Mountain King by Edvard Grieg. You have probably heard this composition from this Norwegian composer before. It is a really famous piece of classical music that has been played in movies, in commercials, it's all over the place. I'm going to leave a link in the description of this podcast if you would like to go listen to this song, um, but a little sneak peek for you. It sounds like this. So yeah. Um, But it's a really exciting piece of music. It starts with a very thin texture where there's not a lot going on and one opening line. And this musical line is used several times throughout the composition. It changes keys, it goes up, it goes down, it goes faster, it goes slower, and it definitely ends in a very exciting fashion. So, if you have some free time and you're looking for something new to listen to, go check out In the Hall of the Mountain King by Edvard Grieg. Great piece of music. This has been Charmander's Corner. Thank you so much again for listening today here on Play Along at Home. I hope that you guys are all doing really well and that you're keeping up with all the work that you need to do. Remember, we're looking at about two hours of practicing a week, so make sure that you're keeping up with that stuff, listening to Play Along at Home if you're looking for help, and you can always reach out to me via email or we can set up a lesson on Google Hangouts. I'm still trying to make sure I've got all of your resources for you in your Google Classroom, um, but Make sure that you're checking all those things out, you're keeping up with your stuff, and you're doing all the great and wonderful responsible things that I know that you're going to be able to do. I hope that you all have a great rest of your day, and make sure that you're keeping a lookout for more episodes of Play Along at Home. In the meantime, this is Mr. Zanella. I'm signing off here, and hopefully you're able to 